The wasp is still in critical condition, Mike. They think she might recover, but we don't know her state right now. No, but I suppose good news to find out that she hasn't passed away. She hasn't died in the line of battle, and our thoughts are obviously with her and the rest of the team. I think they're saying stable but critical. So she's in critical care, but Mm -hmm. not getting worse, stable. They're trying to find some sort of doctor to help her, and they're communicating with us. And so I think we're cautiously optimistic right now. But you got to wonder, you got to wonder, what is it? We don't know exactly. We know that she was injured during battle, but is it something that is a run-of-the-mill medical issue that could happen to any of us if you're in a car accident or you're in a sports event or even in a regular military engagement? Or is there something specific to what the Avengers do? And if it is the latter, I'd be curious because we've been following the superhero, superpower community for so long. Is there something unique that's being done for her? We don't know. It's nice of them to share at all. I think at this point, you don't want to give away too much of the secret sauce that makes them superheroes and what could possibly hurt them. What are things that can hurt the Wasp? Probably the same things that can hurt you and I, only Mm -hmm. she's just far more athletic and capable and able to change size. Key among them is that she changes size. I mean, that seems to me to be an inherently risky thing to do. So I'd be curious about what the injury is. And also, it may affect the ability to treat her. I don't want to speculate too, too much out of respect for the wasp. But I'd imagine that there there could be something complicated about her physiology now. We don't even know what size she is now. Is she being treated yeah. as a wasp? Or is she being treated as a, an adult human? Or is she like a giant man and she's extra big? We don't know what size she is. And maybe that's part of the complication. Maybe she is mm-hmm. in a very small form. I may need a very special doctor who's able to treat her with special instruments. Well, and don't take this analogy too, too far, but it could be a regular surgeon who might be involved or a doctor. It could be a pediatric surgeon if she happened to be, you know, a smaller size. Quite frankly, it could be a veterinarian, you know what I mean, to deal with the idea of, no, but seriously. <laughs> she, like, she has wings. <laughs> Maybe her wings are injured. Well, she, she has wings, but also she might be super small, like a small animal, or she could be the size of a horse, you know, and those are the fields of veterinarians. So I don't want to... I'm not trying to suggest in any way anything more than she is a mammal who might be a different size, and (laughs) there are specialists that deal with that, and uh, on we go. Good luck to the wasp. (laughs) Do you think this is why Thor is flying around the world? Is he looking for a specific doctor to help her? That's what I started thinking about. So we heard the news that Thor was being tracked, flying across the ocean, and by the reporting, and this is interesting, I hadn't heard this before, Thor traveled across the Atlantic Ocean within minutes, within minutes, Ed, (laughs) you know, And, and it's like, I would have thought he could have, if you believe he's, he's an Asgardian, he's a, a Norse god from Asgard, that he would travel in some form of interdimensional something or other that we don't know about. But no, he didn't, and he didn't do that to go to Europe. Instead, he just flew across the ocean. We, we don't even know. What like, I think at one point people thought hey, he has his hammer and he's just so strong that he swings his hammer around, throws the hammer, and the hammer like, he, like I don't know, the hammer is so powerful it pulls him in a direction. Or people thought that he's a th- god of thunder, he can control the weather, and maybe he's using the winds to pull him around. But neither of those explanations make sense when you can cross the Atlantic in three minutes. No, and the first thought I had is, okay, number one, so air travel is carefully regulated. There's flight paths between, say, New York and London and Miami and Dublin. And so there's going to be paths, and the idea is it's very carefully regulated to make sure that you don't run into people. Uh, sorry, planes don't run into each other as they're flying at, at the required altitude. So is Thor flying, like I would imagine Thor to be, if he wants to get there quickly, would probably fly at a certain altitude, much like the planes, to cut through the air 
well, as well I'm, as you can. I'm, I'm, I'm sure, again, Thor does not want to be part of a mid-air collision. Imagine the news where Thor runs into a, an airplane mm-hmm. and families are destroyed and died because he was blasting through them with his hammer. And it seems like that's a very easy thing to avoid by just flying at a different height than airplanes fly at. I'm not sure what flight... I'm sure there's like certain flight paths and certain flight yeah. altitudes, and he would just fly either like lower or presumably higher. Well, but think about this. My point is that I suspect that, and we should talk to an aeronautical engineer who probably could confirm this, that there are, are heights you likely fly at for maximum efficiency. Well, that, that depends on how you fly, right? So airplanes fly because they have engines that are shooting off exhaust that are propelling them forward, and then they have wings that are providing lift. So as they propel forward, the wings provide lift, and they get lifted up into the air, and they can control that up and down. There's no exhaust coming from Thor. Like, at least no visible exhaust, unless he's like, no, I, mean, <laughs> I don't want to be vulgar here on the radio, but I don't think that there's, like, exhaust coming from his ass, like, pushing out, pushing him through the space. <laughs> Too many beans. <laughs> Too many beans. <laughs> if, if he's if he's ever gets into shilling for products, he should definitely promote beans. Like, oh, get your, get your Osgardian beans from Thor. It's a magical fruit. <laughs> the, 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 the more you eat, the more you fly. <laughs> fly. <laughs> No, but I'm getting a little bit away from what I really want to talk about. I would think that there is, if you're Thor and you want to get across the ocean quickly because your teammate needs you to do something, which is what Thor was doing, that you would probably do your best to fly the most efficient way across the ocean. But you're right. I don't think he'd be irresponsible. So he likely uh, uh, isn't flying that high. Or, or I think he's flying probably higher. Like, higher here's the yeah. other thing, too. If, if he's, given that he's like the mighty Thor, he probably is able to survive pretty high in the atmosphere. I don't know, can he survive in space? It wouldn't surprise me. He feels like he's like he feels like he's the type of person who would survive in space. Didn't he see something the absorbing man yeah. guy into space? Maybe Thor can survive in space. And so if he can survive, if he can go high enough, it depends. If he's oh. able to if he's able to propulse himself high enough, he doesn't need air to propulse himself off of, which he may not, then going higher is actually better for him because there's less wind there's less wind resistance, less air resistance. Could he also like could he also break through the atmosphere and spike up? And as the Earth is, if he's going across to Europe, the Earth is moving in his direction. He goes up and then down. That would be the most efficient way of getting of getting yeah, across the Earth quickly, that's right? That's true. So instead of flying in a straight line, he could just fly suborbital. That, that, that's And there's been lots of science fiction written about that. If you wanted to go mm-hmm. to, from London to Sydney as fast as possible, and we had the technology to do it, we would fly a suborbital flight that would blast off. It would be a parabola. We'd basically a parabola from one to the other. Yeah. And so maybe if that's how Thor travels, parabolas. I mean, in my head, I must say, I wasn't thinking of parabolas. I was thinking of Thor kind of like just flying just barely above the ocean and hopefully not hitting a ship, but maybe he's the right height to not hit a ship either. But my thought was, if he flies across, and this is what I really wanted to talk about, even though I'm kind of fascinated by the idea that he'd fly in a parabola, which would be so cool. <laughs> we, we, you, we, should, we should have we should think, talk more about parabolas. It feels like parabolas are an yeah. under-talked about topic on radio. Our, our listeners love it. They love those parabolas. <laughs> but if if you're getting across the ocean within minutes, let's say it's about three minutes and it's about over 4,000 kilometers. Well, you tell me, are you flying so fast you're going to light the, like, the air on fire? You know what I mean? Like that, that seems un- unfathomably fast. It, it is remarkably fast. I, so yeah, let's, let's, let's run through the math. And so okay. I know we are in America and we should be using local imperial measurements. But when you start talking about the speed that <laughs> Thor is flying at, we're going to use that archaic metric system that the French use. And I think because uh, right. the math is a lot easier. And so the ocean is like rough, I think from North America through to Europe, we're talking at roughly 48. 800 kilometers, 4,800 kilometers, 3,000 and something right. miles for the rest of us. And then he did that in three minutes. So he's doing that at what, 1,200 kilometers per 
minute. That's the uh, no, 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 no. Th- no. He's doing three times that. So he's doing in yeah. a minute. He's doing fifteen thousand kilometers or fourteen thousand kilometers or something like that. Per, per, <laughs> per, per, no, 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 no. I was right the first time. No, it, it, no he's doing like a yeah. thousand, a little over a thousand kilometers in a minute, and then in three minutes he gets all the way to the five thousand kilometers. But that, that t- t- turns out that flying a thousand kilometers a minute is really, 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 really fast. And like the speed of sound is about a third of a kilometer per second. We do some math, dividing, whatever. I think it works out to that he was flying at roughly eighty times the speed of sound. So, so uh, <laughs> Mach, Mach eighty, Mach eighty, for those who are familiar with the Mach terms. And how fast? I mean, what's our fastest plane? Like, how fast did the rocket to the moon? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I should know to that break, to break know. the orbit, right? But I, like, I know that planes, like passenger planes, don't fly that fast. They fly no. significantly slower than the speed of sound. They're really, really fat. Like breaking the sound barrier, which we did before we went to the moon. Breaking the sound barrier was a big deal, and that by def the sound barrier is what, is what we call Mach one. And I know we have planes that go faster than the speed of sound now, but not a lot fast. Mach two, Mach three, something like that. Thor was mm-hmm. going Mach eighty. It's I, fast. I think that that's fast. It's fast, and I don't think that when I when we we've seen the footage on on our the rockets to the moon i don't they don't i don't think they were going that fast at least visually it didn't seem like they're because <laughs> you get across the ocean how high is how high is it to get to get to break the, the atmosphere right how how high is it it's not how high is the four thousand yeah it's not four thousand kilometers and it takes it took a few minutes certainly to get above to break the atmosphere so they're they're not going as fast as thor thor can get across the ocean no, no, so, the, so the atmosphere. So, I think the atmosphere is bigger than that, man. I think the atmosphere is roughly ten thousand kilometers up. No. Yeah, yeah, like six thousand miles or so. And it, it depends. Stuff. Depends where. It depends where you, you. It turns out there's not like a line. There's not like a fence where like now you're now you're in space. It, it yeah, slowly yeah. becomes less atmospheric all along. But when you start going the, the high atmosphere, is like roughly yeah, roughly ten thousand kilometers, six thousand miles. Okay. Well, could you get up there in? I guess within ten minutes, does it's, it does the rocket t- did the rocket take ten minutes to get above there, which would be kind of similar to Thor flying across the ocean. Yeah, so he is going, I think, faster than rockets. I think rockets are going. Yeah, at, I think so. Like somewhere under ten kilometers. Like when they get going to speed, they're going about ten kilometers a second. And what do we say Thor right. is doing? Thor is doing like eighty times the speed of sound, and the. And the Speed of sound is a third of a kilometer per second. So what's that? Eighty divided by three. He's doing twenty times, twenty-five times, times this times twenty-five kilometers per second, something like that. And our rockets, right. when they're like, when they're really get, when they get this really going up there, when they're really picking up speed, they're doing about ten kilometers a second. And so he's roughly two and a half times faster than a rocket. <laughs> and so that's but but as, as fast it's fast it's fast but as fast as the, rockets aren't setting air on fire. I don't think Thor's setting right. he's not setting air on fire fast. No, no, but he's still going fast enough, like faster than any like any mechanical device <laughs> on the, Earth. He is definitely the fastest human in any form of transportation that's ever happened. And it's funny because I guess we've always sort of when we talk about Thor or any of these heroes, we focus on a few things. Like for Thor, we've always focused on he's a he's very strong. He's a god. But I've never thought much about him flying, which is funny because <laughs> if you started flying, I would think that's incredible, Ed. But it's and, um, and if I started I flying at eighty times the speed of sound, you'd be like, 
that is that is extra incredible. That is like more yeah, than wait, incredible. Yeah, that's worthy of a discussion. But, um, <laughs> that, but no, that, that, that could be. Yeah, but your point is that could be a main power. If someone's power was flying eighty right. times the speed of sound, we would be like, "Wow, you are definitely one of the best superheroes on the planet." And yeah. the fact that that was Thor's fourth or fifth power. Yeah, like Thor. Let's just break it down. So if Thor, if you're walking across the street and you're carrying a coffee and you're not paying attention and a truck comes barreling at you, Thor could easily grab you and, you know, maybe that's not the most heroic thing, but move you from the, the crosswalk <laughs> so you don't get struck. But there's probably something, so but, it, it must be a better example, but I, I, we I wouldn't would, even know who saved you. you well, know what I mean? yes and no. Like, if he moved that fast on a human, Thor is very solid. He's a very strong yeah. human being who bullets bounce off him and that most bullets don't bounce off cars. And so he is big, he is stronger than a car, more solid than a, more dense than a car. And if a car was moving at 80 times the speed of sound and ran into you, you would not be saved. Saving is not the thing that would happen. <laughs> That's right. Well, <laughs> is there a way to like, you know, when you catch a ball, someone throws you a ball at you, right? You kind of grab it and you control the momentum of it. We think we talked about this sure. before. So is there a way that could how about this? Let's slow it down. <laughs> I, if, I think I think if you were thrown at Thor, if someone like threw you at Thor and Thor caught you, but then went with the motion the way you went with a ball, yeah, then yeah, I think that he could stop you from from being squished. But if you were flying at him and he said, "You know what? I need to get to you quickly. I'm going to fly towards you at eighty times the speed of sound," like you're not going to have a body left after that. So if Thor is going at eighty times the speed of sound up to you, thinking, "Oh, that person's." In a crosswalk, he's going to get struck by that truck that's out of control. And he went up and just touched you. <laughs> His finger would just go right, Sam would go like right through your body as he just continued on. There must be a way that he like, could do would, it. Would you rather hit by a truck going at 20 miles, 50 miles an hour, or Thor going at like 1,000 miles an hour? Oh, Thor. <laughs> Thor would be so much cooler to get blown up that way. But... I guess if you're going to die, go out in style. <laughs> Well, could you do this? How about this? I'm still not thinking about it. What if Thor went very quickly and went under the ground and cut the ground out from underneath you and lifted you through? Or would like there be so much wind resistance you'd be ripped apart by well, if, yeah, as no, you no, move if, through yeah, the air? Yeah. You're t- telling me what if the ground underneath me started flying upwards mm-hmm. immediately at 80 times the speed of sound? <laughs> Yeah, that, that would. That, yeah. That's not like. Let's just be clear. human. When, 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 we, when, 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 when we first started trying to break the speed of like the sound barrier, like people died trying to break, their, break the sound barrier, and that's Mach one. We're talking about Mach eighty. It's not. It's, <laughs> there, there's no, there's no scenario, no world where that is a helpful place for a human to be. Okay, let me loop back then, Ed. I don't know if it's the most useful power then for saving people. Perhaps, but it's useful to get to where you need to go as long as he's maneuverable right? and he can stop and maneuver and not run into things, then that part's useful. But I was thinking, like, what if he'd be a very useful superhero if he could just go really fast and get you out of danger? But if he just blow you up every time he touched you, <laughs> uh... no, I think the key is using his speed to get to you. And he has to, he just, we need to understand how fast Thor can decelerate. That, that's the key. If he can <laughs> fly, fly to you very quickly, but stop on a dime. And pick you up gently, and then fly away slightly faster than the truck is coming towards you. Here's another question. Then just think about how fast Thor is. So he's coming at you. Is air being pushed in your direction, or is it not, or is it, or is he cutting through it? I think generally he's cutting through air. He's moving so fast that I don't think. I think he's moving faster than any air particles getting pushed forward. 
I think if he blew past, if you were like standing on the side of the road and he blew past you, I don't think you would experience anything until he passed you. And then all the air he displaced would hit you. And it's like a train. When a train comes by, you can feel the train yeah. coming after the fact, but it's not coming before the fact. Okay. So let's say, again, using my example of him in the street and he's flying on the street, what would happen if he's flying through? And then at that speed, or he's even slowing down, would not like there be a train, a trail of destruction right behind him? Bam, 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 things. You know what I mean? I, th- I see that. I could see a, like a bunch of it, it. Yeah, I think what we're dealing at with is an order of magnitude of speed that I think us normal humans can't really comprehend, and we just don't we don't experience <laughs> speed like this at any normal time in our lives. So I, I'd like to, I guess, Thor. I'd like you to maybe do some control testing <laughs> far away from other people to see because, I mean, just in case you're tempted to like race to the scene of a crime or an incident or some event that you wanted to prevent, at first it seems like a great idea. But in second thought, <laughs> it sounds like it might be complete. Like it'd be fine flying across the ocean if he doesn't run into anything, but it wouldn't be that fine if he's flying across North America if he's getting too low to the ground, causing damage in his, in, in his wake, right? Yeah. They, 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 we have speed limits for a reason, Thor. We have speed limits for a reason. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode. For the full experience, check out whatifmarvelwasreal.com. You can find full transcripts, the story behind the comic, cover art, and more.